0: back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by what a fabulous fabulous energy we have here today i, I want to thank all of the listeners for tuning in and for calling in and we are going to keep going because my guest right now uh let me just say this i had the honor of speaking with her uh not too long ago but uh, when she came out with her f- well I want to call it her first book well it was the first book that that I was made aware of and it it was a, a moment for me to really get in touch with what what is important for future generations and the book was 100 promises to my baby and now she is joining me today 100 questions from my child I'm talking about Malika Chopra who is joining the show right now and we are going to be giving a copy of the book a way to one of our listeners, uh, one of you that calls in uh, to let us know uh, about your child's question. And we'll talk more about that. Uh, Malika, this is such a wonderful, wonderful conversation that uh, we're going to have right now. And I'm so honored and thrilled you're joining us today. I know that your first book blew me away. And this book is such an incredible message for people all over the globe. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Oh, thank you, and thank you for having me again. I just appreciate the support. Thank you very much.
0: Uh- I have to ask you, I mean, it's been some time uh, between books, not really that long, though, in the book world, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> uh, but I know that when we talked before, you were so inspired to really create a different conversation and bring a different message out into the world. A message that is going to be important, uh, not just for us adults, but for children to come. So when you sat down to put this book together, "A 100 Questions for My Child... What was it about this idea that that really really made you passionate?
1: Well, you know I think as the, with my first book, um you know I grew up as Deepak Chopra 's daughter. Um, And so everybody assumes that I grew up in this world where I was um, very self-aware and on my own journey of self-development, but to be honest, I was not. (laughs) Um, It was only when I became pregnant and that process of really feeling responsibility and um, this love and excitement and questioning of how I would be a mom that I really engaged in my own journey of self-discovery. And so that was what inspired my first book and making the promises to my baby. With the second book... It really is just a continuation of our journey together, um, which is, you know, as my daughter, elder daughter, um, was two and a half, approaching three and started asking um, all of these questions, question after question after question after question um, about the world and the relationships and her body and about the uh, God and the planet. And so it was just such a, a... wonderful time again um which challenged me personally to also think about how do i answer those questions but more importantly just having this wonderful conversation and bonding with my children um so that was really the inspiration
0: and it's it's a wonderful book i love i love how the questions make me smile you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm like i've got Mm -hmm. got this smile on my face and yet i look at some of these and i think to myself wow you know these are questions that i would have loved to ask my folks but i never did and i mean starting with the question what does my name mean
1: yeah and you know it's One of the goals of this book is really to encourage parents to have those conversations with their children. Um, So, you know, we always talk about what do my daughter's names mean and in many ways how their names have taken form. Tara is um, the goddess of compassion. It was the name of the Buddha's mother. Um, And my daughter, Tara, is a very compassionate and sensitive child. And Leela, my younger daughter, um, Leela means play of the universe. Um, and she also is um a very playful, fun. We call her a little monkey. Um, she's the, you know, and so both of their names have taken form. And I think families around the world choose names for certain reasons. um and having those conversations with our children about why we chose certain names is just such a way to make them feel special and to feel connected. Um, you know many names are reflections of people who came before them so it's you know connecting to those um, who have come before us or to the planet Um, so we choose names for reasons and that's a great way to bond with our children
0: and so when you come up with it when we look at the questions in the book uh, we're also looking at questions for your child I love the way this this works because what, what it is that you're creating is conversation
1: Yes, and you know, my goal um, with this book is that, you know, as parents, we're not always answering questions. We're Mm -hmm. really um, exploring questions with our children, Um, and it's not about just giving answers. It's about um, living the answers and also admitting at times there may not be answers or answers change, Um, but it's fostering curiosity and creativity and their imagination, um, to explore their
0: world and their relationships. Uh, one of the questions I I was really struck by, and I'm not really even sure how to ask the question I'm going to ask you now, but I just want to get it on the table. Um, I, I was struck by the question, Mommy, what's a bomb?
1: Yep, and that was actually the first question that inspired this book Mm. Um, because, again, as all parents, we face numerous questions. Um, The story behind that question is that one day, I woke up in the morning and, per my normal routine, put on the television just to see the headlines, um, and there were images of the London bombings. And um, my three-year-old daughter actually had followed me into the room and was pulling out my nightgown and saying, Mommy, what's a bomb? Mommy, what's a bomb? And looking at her wide-eyed, innocent, loving eyes, looking at me and searching for an answer, um, again, I was just hit by the responsibility as a parent that in my answer I was shaping the way that she would perceive the world and others. Um, and so it was, a, one, a lesson to me about exposing children to media, but second, also the need um, to really be honest with our children, be loving with them, be compassionate with them, Um, And so, you know, put off the television, I held her first to make her feel safe and secure, um, and then just start to talk about in her language, age-appropriate language, about, you know, when people are hurting, sometimes they hurt other people, um, and to really approach that um, topic in a compassionate way, and that continues um, that conversation uh, today.
0: It does continue today and uh and what I what I've discovered about this is that these questions really require us to be very present with our children and not blow them off in the busyness of well that you know, that's just when people get blown up i mean because that, <laughs> well, that's what we're so so in the, in the habit of doing exactly the easiest thing to tell our children is because i said so uh, or just because <laughs> exactly
1: um, and you know i admittedly as well you things are busy things are chaotic and our children are always asking questions and so sometimes i will not take the time to answer a question but what i try to do is then kind of reflect on our conversations um in the day and then if there were things that I felt like, you know, my daughter needed my time and attention, you know, at night when we're cuddling in bed before sleeping, um, to really come back to those questions. Because our children, I see my daughter, she brings up the questions over and over and over again, and then she repeats the stories because she's really using those um, conversations to figure out her world and um, shape her world view.
0: Yes, and uh, what I wanted to, to say about this is that for uh, so many people, this is really a time for us to to look at what our children are seeing, what they're saying, and what they're feeling. And Benny and I uh, have a, a, a relationship with a goldfish. I had a goldfish that I passed on to Benny. Yes. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, I'm sorry to say that uh, the goldfish ended up like your daughter's goldfish. Yes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and yet, you know, we don't know how to talk about this. He and I were talking about it on air because I had gotten very fond of it. But the questions that you raise or that uh, uh, your daughter raised are so profound. And I know that at some level, Benny and I were were, were kind of looking and feeling uh, some remorse. But the question is, how is your soul feeling today?
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing because the goldfish have provided many lessons in my (laughs) household. Um, And, you know, I remember when the goldfish were eaten by um, a raccoon, I was very stressed about, my goodness, how am I going to talk to my daughter about this, you know, what has happened? Um, And it's amazing because when I did explain to her that, you know, the raccoon needed food and so it found the goldfish and... She actually took it without much trauma, and I had in my head built up this whole scenario of how I was going to comfort her, Um, but for her, that cycle of life was just such a natural thing, Um, and then we went on to talk about, you know, that really it was the goldfish. His body is gone, but its soul has gone somewhere else, Um, and, you know, for my daughter, she just felt like, oh, well, my heart is telling its heart and its soul that I hope it's happy, um, and again, just the innocence, but also the acceptance and the natural instinct that my daughter had was such a lesson for me
0: it's it's such an important lesson and i want to make sure that everyone uh has some information about the book and about the the website so let's uh let's give out your website right now before we go to break
1: sure it's malika dot com which is m a l l i k a C-H-O-P-R-A dot com. Um, And you can learn more about the book, um, read some passages, and link also to um, our blog site where my dad blogs as well. Um, From there, the blog is intentblogs.com.
0: All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Malika Chopra and the book, 100 Questions from My Child. We'd like to give you a copy of this book. So for the first caller that calls in, either with the question that you had that you never were able to ask your folks or a question that you've received from your child, the first caller at 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. We'll be right back after this short break.
2: I am your forevermore Evermore. till it turn up.
0: listeners choose you join the buzz and be the buzz sponsor the dr pat show call me at 206-523-5522 that's 206-523-5522
2: when the student is ready the teacher will appear we're all students and teachers of life at the college of metaphysical studies in clearwater florida we offer the largest curriculum in metaphysical and spiritual studies allow us to guide you on your path of self-discovery. Learn from the comfort of your home with our distance learning program or visit our Florida campus. To learn more, visit cms.edu or call 800-780-META.
3: Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Just for
0: back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. Talk radio to thrive by Malika Chopra is joining me today. And for those of you that have listened to my interview or my archives of the last interview that I've done with her, uh, you will know how very touched I get when I read her books. And actually I'm 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 trying not to cry right now. I'm not sure what that's about. But again, she has put a uh her heart and her soul into uh this book, A Hundred Questions from My Child. And these questions really hit me at such a deep soul level. And it's more than the questions. It is the beauty in the way Malika writes and responds that I think really touches me even more so than the questions and and some of the questions i think for a lot of us uh maybe these are questions we wanted to ask and haven't been able to ask and others are are questions that i think that we just don't take the time to think about so malika thank you so much for joining the show today oh thank you it's so sweet of you (laughs) now folks can pretty much get this book just about anywhere Yeah, the book is available um, in
1: all bookstores, online. Um, If you go to my website, you can link to Amazon from there, Uh, but it's easily available.
0: Okay, Benny, we do have a caller, so let's go to the phones. Who do we have?
2: We have Suzanne, so let's bring on Suzanne.
0: Hi, Suzanne, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, Pat, thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Uh, do you have a question that you want to share? Or a question for me? Well, her? I
3: wanted to make a comment. Uh, I'm, just delightful. I'm just delighted to hear that Malika uh, is uh, now an author. Uh, I'm very familiar with her father, Dr. Chopra, read all his books, met him in Seattle, and loved his philosophy, and I'm very, very anxious to read her book. Uh, I think her ideas of... Uh, 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 talking about the questions that children are answering them honestly and compassionately and with love is so important, especially in today's world. My children are now 49 and 45, so they're grown, but I must say that's exactly what I tried to do, and I think I accomplished it because it's grown up to be just wonderful people. So I wanted to compliment the show and also Melissa Choper and wish her well and looking forward to reading her book.
0: Oh, thank
1: you so thank much. You. Thank you. That's so sweet. Um, you know, I think it's so nice that there's parents are trying to become more conscious parents as well, um, and that's what I'm finding with my books is that um, the process of just anticipating even questions or you know with the previous one promises. Um, helps us really plant our intentions as parents um, and to be compassionate and giving and understanding and loving with our children.
3: Well, thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for calling in, and we'll get some information. So stay on the line. Benny will put you on hold, and we'll get your information. Uh, Malika, this is such a beautiful conversation. And I wonder if in this process there were questions that were asked that totally, literally shocked you.
1: Yeah, I think they're, well, they're questions that um, on a daily basis, you know, I, sometimes I'm challenged to answer, but some <laughs> some that have been more difficult have been questions like um, a lot of the social questions, you know, when I'm in India and my daughter's asking me questions like, why is that baby lying naked on the side of the road? Mm. Um, how do you discuss things like um, real poverty and And looking at a woman who's begging, um, who is a reflection of myself, you know, while I'm sitting in a fancy air-conditioning car, why am I sitting there? And another woman who has two daughters um, and is begging, um, and how do I explain that to my children? Um, Other things like, um, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, And Or as my daughter says, if God is always watching, why do bad things happen to good people? And... I don't have an answer for that and so I think it's okay also um, one of the goals in this book is to admit that it's we don't always have the answers and it's okay not to have the answers and that um, the goal is really for us to explore the answers together. Um, Another beautiful story that my daughter once told me was she asked me mommy do trees have feelings Um, and I asked her well what do you think and she said of course they do why would they not it was such a dumb question actually for me to ask her um, and then she said you know their their branches are their arms that reach out and hug the skies and the birds uh, and the air and she just was so poetic and connected um, that that just moved me
0: These questions and what you just said I think is so important because we do have to get to the place where we're okay in saying that you that we don't know the answers Rather Absolutely. than, yeah, rather than make something up or just brush brush our child off because that's what they remember
1: they remember that, and you know, I do have a one of the questions in the book, which is um my father remembering you know he asked his uncle once, you know where does the sun go at night, and you know it's very ex- easy to explain that question, and my uncle took like an orange and a flashlight and took him to a dark room and showed how the orange turns and the light um, reflects on the orange, but that, for my father, didn't stay with him as much as, you know, 60 years later or whatever, 50 years later. My father still remembers how my uncle put him in his lap and told him the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the process of the conversation, um, which also gives, you know, children the, the empathy and the understanding and love um, that stays with them for literally a lifetime.
0: It does stay with them. And each day, aren't you learning more and more?
1: Oh, my God, each day I learn much more. <laughs> um, and I think that's the the wonderful thing for my journey as a parent has been that my children constantly challenge me, but they also constantly inspire me and make me think about my world and what I believe in and um, question. And, you know, that's the, the great thing. They make me question more and more and more my beliefs. Um, and I think together we're embarking on this journey of answers.
0: And that's what makes this such a wonderfully powerful connection, isn't it? And you get to put this in, in, in a book that many of us can pick up and read and and really learn from as adults. Uh, this book is such an eye-opening experience for so many people that we can create a new dialogue from it, I believe, Malika. Don't
1: I, you think? I hope so. You know, I think that's the goal is that even... As parents, as children, as citizens of, you know, a world that wants to be compassionate and be peaceful, we should always be asking questions and we should always be searching for answers. And it's not just a time when we're young um, to ask questions, but the goal, my goal is that even if I can't answer all my daughter's questions, which I don't even want to, the main goal is that they're always asking questions and they're curious and interested um, and participants Um, in the global dialogue
0: that's what's so wonderful malika let's give out some more information so folks know how to uh get a copy of the book a hundred questions from my child and uh suzanne thank you so much for sharing uh today and calling into the show and let's give out your website again malika
1: sure it's Malikachopra.com which is spelled m-a-l-l-i-k-a C-H-O-P-R-A dot com Um, and over there there's actually links to uh, I love hearing other people's questions from their children um, so you'll find some fun questions and passages from the book um, and also link to our blog which is intentblog.com where my father and about like 70 other friends and family of ours are blogging about issues related to spirituality, the environment, social issues
0: etc. We could actually do a whole show on just the questions in the blog. Yeah. As well, as if it's yes. It's fabulous. Yes. Malika, thank you so much. I look forward to connecting with you again this weekend. Yes. And thank you so much for bringing this conversation to a new level. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Uh, again, thank you for calling. And I want to thank all of the folks that called in today and uh, joined in in the conversation. And, uh, Benny, there was a question about the tea, was there?
2: Uh, just to give out the information, once again, sure. for those who didn't have a chance to call in, and, and we'll bring on Linda again, of course, next We time. certainly
0: will. But mm-hmm. check out the website, ashitabagreen.com, ashitabagreen.com, or com. And so we'll be right back here tomorrow. Whoa, everybody, get ready. We've got a great one again. Peggy McCall in the house, your destiny switch. And Dr. Nusheen Darvish in the house, Lyme disease, what she's calling what may be the next new epidemic. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone. Make yourselves a great day.